0: Hello, and welcome to the sixth installment of the Around the Hornet podcast, revived by the current staff of the Hornet newspaper, Fullerton College's independent news outlet. My name is Jake Rhodes, and I am the sports desk editor at the Hornet, and I will be your host. In this episode, you'll hear from Quinn Cisneros. Hey, Quinn. Yo, yo, yo. Pedro Saravia. What's good, Pedro? Hello, how you doing? And the editor-in-chief of the Hornet, Gerardo Tregoya Hey there, Gerardo.
1: We love that guy. <laughs>
0: And last but not least, let's show some love to our producer on the ones and twos, Sarah Leone, the managing editor of The Hornet. Hi, Sarah.
1: Hey, guys.
0: And Jessica Langlois, our advisor and professor here at Fortin College. In this episode, we will be discussing three topics. The Lakers have taken a stranglehold on their series against the Warriors, up 3-1 heading back to San Francisco at the time of this recording. We'll discuss how the series has been going thus far for the Lake Show, as well as other NBA semifinal action. In the soccer realm, we will get into the UEFA Champions League semis. As well as 15 year old Melanie Parcenis playing in a regular season game last week in the NWSL for San Diego Wave FC. And for our debate topic, with the XFL playing their championship game this weekend and the USFL now in full swing through five weeks of games, I wanted to ask the table if these leagues are doing things the right way or are they missing out on a different type of opportunity. So much to get to, so little time, and that's what makes it Around the Hornet
2: so special. So-
0: Starting on the court, the Lakers took care of business, maintaining home court advantage and going up three games to one on the defending champion Warriors. However, both games had very different outcomes. The Lakers dominated the Warriors in game three, winning by 30. Golden State fans said they punted that game, saving energy for game four to try and take back home court. Try was the key word in that sentence. The Warriors, who led most of the second half, had a complete meltdown from their big three, who loved to remind everyone how many rings they have. Klay Thompson took two horrendous three-point attempts in the final three minutes. Draymond threw the ball to the wrong team on the last play of the game. And Steph with 80 switched on him, down one, took a long two, which was a contested fall away, got another possession from an offensive rebound, and thought the step back from 29 feet over a 6'11 forward was the best option. Mm-hmm. But enough about them. Flowers need to be given to Lonnie Walker, the freaking fourth. 15 points off the bench in the fourth quarter. He was who the Lakers looked to for a bucket in crunch time. Quinn, what did you take away from the Lakers' performance in game four?
3: You know, I thought they started off a little flat in the beginning. You know, both offenses were, you know, a little slow, a little sluggish. Uh, definitely the second quarter was terrible. I mean, you know, the Golden State jumped out in front, and then in that third quarter, you know, honestly, when I was watching, I thought we were going to lose this game. I had no faith. Um, AD was aggressive in the first half. He had 19, completely disappeared in the second half. and. You know, it just angers me when he does that. You know, he had the smaller Draymond on him, and he wasn't taking advantage of it. You know, the Lakers do not win that game without Lonnie Walker. I mean, he was awesome. He, you know, the one thing I really admire about Lonnie is he stayed patient. You know, he was a starter for us in the beginning of the year. When we signed him, I thought it was, you know, an okay pickup. You know, I didn't think he was going to be a starter for us, but he was, and, you know, he played great. You know, but at the end of the day, he stayed patient, and he waited for his opportunity. He got in. He took full advantage of it, and he was just awesome. Yeah, the Lakers do not win that game without Lonnie Walker.
0: And then, Pedro, Lakers come out big, 3-1 going back to Golden State. Um, how
2: impressed were you by the way they took care of uh, business at home? I mean, I never expected that to happen. I thought the Warriors were going to win this series. They, they were going to fight for it, but I thought they were going to lead almost all the way. Now it's... I, I I look at it and it's almost impossible that they will come back from this. Um, one fact, uh, curious fact about this uh, series is that LeBron James has never lost a, a series in any team he's played for uh, that he's already winning 3-1. So, I mean, that's just to throw a fact uh, over there. I mean, I think the Lakers got it sealed already unless something special, something miraculous happens. But, yeah, I'm, I'm totally impressed of what the Lakers are doing.
0: And then, Gerardo, what do
2: you think so far of their
0: performance? What do you think about LeBron's performance in particular? Not necessarily scoring as much, but the way he's leading his team.
3: I can't wait to hear this one.
4: Well, no, because a leader my, like myself, um, <laughs> natural-born leader, right? There's a game-recognized game, and he looks familiar. So as a leader myself, I feel like he's doing a great job leading the, the Lakers uh, 3-1 mm-hmm. uh, over – first of all, Stephen Curry, man. Mm. Right. To say that you beat uh, Stephen Curry. So I'm very proud of um, his leadership and I'm very proud of the Lakers. And just that fun fact that Pedro just pointed out right now, the this series is a wrap.
3: You know, Curry, another another fun fact, since I guess we're throwing them it's out here, there. Bro, um, <laughs> Curry is 0 for 12. And shot attempts where it's 20, I think it was like 30 seconds or less remaining in the game uh, in his playoff career. Let's hope it's not 1 for 12 in any circumstance tonight. That's or gonna, he doesn't make it 1 spells, for 13, that sorry. That
0: says non-clutch?
3: Yeah, I, I would say so. He just like, something happens to him in those final 30 seconds when he has the shot attempt. And I saw a clip of it, and I was like, I remember at least the last six or seven, like, watching him live. Yeah. Um, you, relatively good look. I mean, this was a tough yeah, shot. But yeah.
4: So, wait, are we saying that he's clutch or he's not? N- not. If he's 0- for, yeah,
3: well, for 12, when it matters it. when it matters most, when his team's losing playoffs. and he needs to make a shot to go ahead, he has not in hit it career. in his career. So, he
4: doesn't have that In his sure, playoff career. career.
3: I think, like, all time, he, he's only made three attempts out of maybe 30. I think it was, like, all time. So, I mean, you know, it's
0: definitely he definitely has those four rings. But when it matters most, he, you know, he can't make it. And then I wanted to ask another like serious question to Quinn, especially because I've been thinking about this myself. Uh, Jordan Poole, who was huge for the Warriors last year in the finals against Boston, got paid as such. Uh, he scored as many points as we did in just 10 minutes of play in game four. Um, if you're Steve Kerr, what, what the hell do you do with him at this point? Well, you know, as much as I
3: hate to say this, I think he's probably going to play a little bit better at home. Um, I think just naturally as a player, you know, you've played on that court so much throughout the season. You play on that court so much throughout your career. Um, You just feel comfortable. There's that feeling of comfortableness and, you know, to really get out of the slump, you know, you just got to keep shooting that thing. He's a shooter, you know, that's what shooters have to do. You got to keep shooting, you know, it starts honestly – on the defensive end maybe get a couple steals yourself mm-hmm. in transition mm-hmm. shoot a shoot a, a wide open three you know uh all you need to do is see one shot go in and that could flip your confidence yeah. in a in an right. instant confidence is everything um in this type of situation. but he's just he he just has to have a better body language too i have he his like he's quitting his, oh yeah God. his attitude is is poor his attitude is poor and i know one of the warriors reporters was talking about uh how you know he his just his his manner in the locker room post game game four, you know he was just out of it. I don't know. I think it really starts with his attitude, and I'm sure he has a lot on his mind right now, um, along with like the trade rumors. Like if the Lakers close this thing out, he's probably going to be the first one traded because they they're not going to want to pay that contract if he's going to be playing like that. And he has not proved uh, with Curry and Thompson off the court to be that number one guy that they paid you know four years 140 million
0: or whatever. He has not proved to be that guy you know, to be making that much money. So I did my second question I was going to ask you, because I know that you've uh, been looking into some of this stuff in the past. If the Warriors do get bounced by the Lakers, what's the percentage that Poole, Draymond Green, and Steve Kerr are all back in the Bay Area next season?
3: Well, I think it's really hard to say uh, with Poole and and Draymond. I think Kerr stays. I do think he's a great coach. I think Mm -hmm. he gets too much unnecessary hate. I mean honestly I could probably if I had Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson and Steph Curry <laughs> and I was coaching uh, I'd probably win a couple of championships myself um but you know I think I think Kerr gets a little too much hate I think he he really is a good coach yeah. Yeah. um so I don't see you know you know canning him isn't going to really solve the situation you know um I think I think they do trade pool um i am that, you know, we could that's a whole nother thing because then you got to talk trade packages and all that stuff
0: I've, Well, the only reason I is I want to give credit to someone we met at JCC the light years podcast Andy Lou And his main partner. I cannot remember his name just slipped my mind We met them at one of the conferences there and I so I, li- I started listening to them and they're saying oh, they're gonna ship him to Orlando Because like they can give him all this all the draft capital back <laughs> and so I was like, yeah. you are gonna send Jordan Poole from an NBA champion to the the pits of Orlando. Magic. Yeah,
3: I mean Orlando has a good young core.
0: Yeah, but it <laughs> it's still, it's been a still, good young yeah. core for like 10 years Yeah, though. it's yeah. still going to take a while.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I think with Draymond, I think if they if the Lakers do finish him off, I think it's I think it's Draymond's time. Yeah. I honestly I do think he wants to play with LeBron. Yeah,
0: they're like so they're like best friends. They they're really
3: they're really great great friends and I think Draymond, I think if he were to be a free agent, they don't sign him back. Draymond would like want to be a Laker. Or to the Lakers? Well, how, how I could see Draymond. Draymond. I, could see be, I could see Draymond being on the, la- the bench, on the yeah. Lakers off the bench. Purple Not ball. a starter, but he could
0: definitely be off the bench. Yeah.
3: How old is Draymond?
0: 35.
3: Oh, he's, a, he's on his way uh, he's, out,
0: too. Yeah. Yeah, and he's been thinking about 6'6", undersized forward. He's been banged down a lot and been pushed around the court a lot for a lot of years.
4: Are the Lakers going to be known for taking in all the veteran players? And LeBron's just
0: known for... Bringing his buddies along for the ride. Yeah, I but mean, the
4: Lakers have been doing that for quite a while. I mean, look at the Gary Payton and uh, Carmelo. Yeah.
0: Cone. No, they have. But LeBron specifically Rondo. doesn't do rookies usually. This is, that's, that's why it seems so
3: weird. Mm-hmm. Why do you think we traded Lonzo Ball, for Brandon 18.
0: Ingram? That was a good trade. They was well, They got his championship, but yeah. that's why he didn't want to play with them. So, um, we'll see. I was just curious what you thought about Jordan Poole's performance because I I thought he was going to be special yeah. last after after last season.
3: Yeah, I think he,
0: I think mentally he's
3: just not it's just not all there. And that's you've got to have the number that's the number one thing you have to be tough mm-hmm, mentally. mentally. And if you don't have that, man, it's all
0: it takes is, you know, one bad game
3: and then it's just consistent after that.
0: So we'll see what happens at the time of recording the game's about to start. So Wait, um, there's
1: something I don't understand. Wait. So, what do you mean that LeBron does like LeBron have like control over the Lakers? <laughs>
0: he's like Kobe, right? That, like, no, 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 like, no, no. I'm they're very, not
1: not not level of I players. I honestly but. am really confused right now.
0: So, so we can get into this a little bit. So sure. we we only did three topics. Sure. Go so for. is LeBron the le GM? Is the question. I think
3: he has a big part. Um, you know, of course he's gonna tell the media I'm not like you know and of course. you know and like. You you see it on Twitter, Instagram. Oh, LeBron's making all these moves. Um, I definitely think you know when you have a player of LeBron's caliber, you want to play with players that you that you know will be able to help you, uh, you know, win a championship. I think that's
0: fair. Um, you know, it's freaking LeBron, man. Like, I think, and I think at his age, he doesn't have time for rookies to develop, mm-hmm. so he has a lot of say. The reason I and I never fully bought this. People have been saying the GM since he was in Cleveland the first time. But you can no one in this world can convince me that he didn't get bring Russell Westbrook here. And then he begged, not begged, he asked Rob Polinka to fix it. But I think that was his. Doing. I he yeah he
3: definitely. I think he definitely Palenka wanted brought. DeRozan. Yeah, we were going to we, sign DeRozan. He, we, yes, he said yes. in a podcast that you know That's that why, deal that, that was that basically done. Me. That convinced me. Yeah, and once LeBron found out, oh my God, this isn't going to work out. He likes you know, he likes
0: DeRozan, but he likes Westbrook better. You
3: know, I don't I don't blame him for um, you know telling Palinka, hey, this isn't going to work out. You know, I, the whole Laker fan base wanted that. Yeah, Um. Br- it, bring but us also, home. it was his <laughs> fault because he yeah, I'm sure he played a big part in acquiring Russ. Yeah It was a trade that set back the Lakers for sure,
0: right? So that's that long story short people argue all the time whether he makes the moves or not He definitely has a say. I don't think he pulls the trigger. I don't mm-hmm. think he can he can't <laughs> <That's> But you it. <laughs> d- don't it'd be very naive to think he doesn't have any influence on the decisions of the team makes mm-hmm. personnel wise mm-hmm. so um, let's move out of the Lakers. They're playing like I said right now and are about to start and we'll see if they can close out Next time we talk to you the series will be over because they're playing in so many games and so many nights So next time we talk to you guys we'll know if they're in the West Conference finals or not So um, let's move on to the next series in the next series uh, the bot in Boston The boo birds came out in game five after the 76ers took a commanding 3-2 lead going back to Philly um, Quinn, we'll start with you move around. How do we expect this series to play out now?
3: Honestly, it's tough, you know, Boston You know, they did not show up in that game five at all. You know, they got dominated, you know, from beginning to end. Realistically, this might be the 76ers year, you know, Joel Embiid at one point in this series, after they lost game three, he was one in 10 in his last 11 games against the Celtics in the playoffs. So, you know, uh, the Celtics reached the finals last year. They have basically the same team. It's just a matter if they want it that much you know because the effort in game five was not there so you know I I, I think do you, th- I- do you think the bickering with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum has any effect on it oh I think so that's your two top players and if your two top players are fighting with each other, you know, Sound familiar drill, two top players fighting each other. Second and, Kobe? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. W- at, when it's at its highest peak, they're f- they were fighting, they're, f- they're both fighting for max contracts. Yeah. The Celtics aren't going to give both of them max contracts. They, can't afford yeah, they, they the can afford $500 million in contracts. Well, the Celtics can No. So,
0: no, because so, today, another story which we didn't have time to fully cover is the NBA, um, all NBA teams mm-hmm. came out. And if you're a free agent and you make a first, second, or third all NBA team, it determines how much money you're allowed to be offered for your next contract. So Tatum got the higher first team, so he got the higher number. So he's like at, I think offer him was it three 300 million, three hundred million somewhere there. It's yeah, three, yeah, three seventy somewhere Yeah, like and then Jalen Brown was lower. He was like two twenty or something like that. Two twenty five around. Yeah. There. So I mean, like the money disparity, and mm-hmm. if you think I'm better than him, but he's the one that can get the more money. It's just the money is kind of getting involved. I see, and then mm-hmm.
4: they make some like butt heads. Butt heads with each Those other. Those numbers are. Astronomical yeah, Astronomical <laughs> But the, also
0: <laughs> the thing is
3: is Jalen Brown has played better In this series yes. And that's yes. why Tatum has really not Showed up this series
0: at all
4: So do you determine People's worth Based on how they play Versus how you think They're going to do Not it? even how they play There's po- no well, forecasting And
0: play And they, they do scouting But think about this Their money gets determined Off of who writers vote for mm-hmm.
4: So the media has Decides, decides mm-hmm.
0: who gets on what team Yep
4: the media that has no basketball or no level well of they basketball. write basketball
0: and a lot well, of they, they have basketball
3: them. knowledge but it's who in their opinion this reminds is. me
4: of a press conference and i it's a good press conference because the journalists uh, the reporter is asking the athlete if he's ever uh about a question and the athlete's like have you ever played like i have a uh, what level high school high school level you're talking about. High school level play versus professional level play. I mean, we're in the big leagues. It doesn't compare your knowledge of play versus what we do here, right? right. So I think that's for for the media to
0: control the players. Well, I had to get it even a step further. Is hmm? Did superstar A give me access to talk to him last night? No. <clears throat> Maybe I don't. You think they were human, right? Yeah. You think yeah. how deep is not a factor? Saying. Yeah, it is a fact. Yeah, so I'm like, that's determining money. That's sucks. That's crazy. It's like yeah. baseball. Just like baseball. The guys I think that, it was on baseball, by the like way. Like Barry Bonds not getting the Hall of Fame. Why? He didn't like talk to reporters. And There's I, other guys with steroids that are in there. And I do believe that if if Boston loses in game
3: six, one of them's gone, and it's most likely going to be Jalen Brown.
0: He's a lesser name, but he's, he's performed the, better.
3: Yeah, he has been way better. And I recency, in yes. my opinion – you, Tatum has had a great start. Jalen Brown kind of has kind of developed over yes, the last he two started years. Slow, but he's hitting his peak, and he is playing way. He's way more athletic than Jason Tatum. Better defender. Better defender. Nice. Tatum just has, you know, he's from dude top ten recruit. Top, yeah, yeah, top like, ten recruit, number two so he has the p- or number three yeah, pick. The they name. were both number three, but he had the better start to his career. He's dunked on LeBron, like yeah. you know.
0: So, but consistently, mm-hmm. it's probably been. Uh, been yeah.
3: yeah. And and once again, Tatum disappeared last year in Golden State mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the in the against Golden State in the finals.
0: Just saying. Phew. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in Boston. That's a, I'm glad we un- un- unearthed that kind of worms because uh, that's an interesting topic. Yeah, that we don't. We usually stay local, but it would be cool to cover that one. Um, and then lastly, we want to cover the last series. Um, in the most. Boring series, in my opinion. The Nuggets and Suns just keep exchanging blowouts on their home floors. I feel like. Yeah. Um, but I do want to get into something that happened. I think you all probably saw it. I did. Yeah. What's your take on the altercation with uh, Nikola Jokic and the Suns owner, Matt Ishiba? That's probably the only thing that's entertaining that's come out of this can series I, so far.
4: Can I start? This? Yes. I, I saw the press conference of uh, Jokic, mm-hmm. and I agree with him. The question, his he answered the question with a question. Was he on the Was he on the court? If he's the owner, he shouldn't be on the court. He sh- he's uh, only fans are allowed on the court. So was he the owner or was he a fan? Right. Right. Because yeah. uh, an owner, an owner is in the box. Mm-hmm. You know, being mm-hmm. an owner.
0: Right. Or even if he's in a seat, not on the floor. On the floor. Yeah. <laughs> right.
4: So I, I think, and I agree with you. This is the most exciting part yeah, of that the, series. The series has been right? boring. I mean, right? my opinion. Yeah. Know. Both. So,
3: I mean, both home teams have won all this, their games. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs>
4: not, not, none of them
0: have been, like closed down to the wire. Either. Yeah.
4: So, yeah, I agree with uh, Jokic. I think he did nothing wrong. It's the league's job to defend the players, to protect the players, and they failed to do it even if it was an owner.
0: That's even worse. He's an owner. Well, didn't he he? also
3: mention that he didn't know that was the owner at the time? Right, it's just like a regular dude. Yeah, he just thought it was a regular guy.
0: And a fan putting hands on you or, Mm -hmm. like, you know, pretending to not give you the ball back? I mean, what about you, Pedro? Taking perspective of all sports, like owner putting hands or touching an opposing player – a Nerd Court?
2: That's not right. That doesn't yeah. sound right to me. I <laughs> mean, that shouldn't happen in any way, uh, in any sports, you know. But you know, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if he's getting sanctioned. There was
0: no suspension. There was just a fine. Oh, wow. It should be
4: more bigger fine. Yeah. But they
0: they, they, they find Jokic.
4: Oh, they sh- he shouldn't be. Fine find both all. of them. They should find the owner and give that fine to Jokic. Yeah, I don't oh,
0: know. Maybe that's, that's a stretch, a, that's but a, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like, I like they, what you're Yeah, thinking. yeah. yeah.
2: They should find both of them, you know? Yeah, I well think they, they, they did. He said,
0: Jokic, so there was a nice moment yesterday where Jokic went up to the owner of the Suns and shook his hand, and he told him a joke. He's like, oh, are you going to pay my fine for me <laughs> or whatever like <laughs> that because <laughs> you got the money, even though they both are rich. But it was interesting. <laughs> 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 it was interesting. <laughs> so, astronomical pain, bro. Yes, exactly. So I want to touch on that before we move on because that was just like, – you don't see that very often, owners and <laughs> players getting handsy like that. Um, Let's move on to the realm of soccer. And again, our expert Pedro is here. We're going to touch on a rivalry that we've been messaging back and forth about. Um, On Tuesday, Manchester City and Real Madrid squared off in a matchup of Titans. The first leg was a 1-1 draw in Madrid. Of course, Pedro is the resident Real Madrid fan. (laughs) And your friend here, Jake Rose, the host, is a Manchester City fan. So, uh, Pedro, all objectivity, who do you think
2: was the player of the match? Vinicius Jr. Vinicius Jr. was Actually incre- incredible in that game. That goal, that goal he scored from outside of the box, uh, top left corner, amazing. You know, more reasons for people to keep saying that right now he's the most important player in the world, you, you know. mentioned him before on the podcast. Yeah, and I don't know why they, they, they gave the man of the match to Kevin De Bruyne. You know, he scored a oh, good— Oh, they did? I didn't even see that. They did. They gave it to him, but, I mean, he scored he a like, nice goal, you know, pretty go, good. Go, go. But, I mean— What's because he scored on Courtois? Yeah, they, they have a little drama uh, right there. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> you can do research on that. Uh, one curious thing about the game is that Vini Jr. scored on his national team teammate, uh, Anderson from mm. Brazil, mm. and Kevin De Bruyne scored on his uh, national team teammate, uh, Courtois, from oh, the national funny. team. That's funny. But touching more on the game, I mean, I don't know. There's something about Manchester City and Real Madrid whenever they play each other in the Champions League. They always pull up amazing games. It's, for me, almost... This was this is the final Real Madrid yeah, versus right. Manchester City, and I also want to point out Eduardo Camavinga, uh, the French uh, star boy at Real Madrid, also put a great performance. And Erling Haaland was totally neutralized yeah, by Real Madrid's defense. Alava and Rüdiger they stopped him. They didn't let him. They didn't let him uh, go through. He had a few shots, but nothing powerful, you know. And it was a really really great game. Manchester City dominated first half Real Madrid dominated second half 1-1 and it's all to be decided at the head.
0: Right and then I want to ask you too I know there's like a little bit of things I saw like Bleacher Report What's your take on the coach from Real Madrid? I believe he was saying that a ball went out of bounds that ended up being the one that um, De Bruyne scored on later what What did you think? What did you see?
2: I saw the ball go out (laughs) <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people is saying that the ball was in the air and that basically if the ball is not touching the ground, it's not an out, you know. But mm. a lot of people be saying that Real Madrid gets benefited from the B A R, gets benefited from the referees on the Champions League. That's why they have so many trophies. I don't think that's true and that was proof of that. Uh before on the on the first half I think, uh there was a hand, a handball mm. from a Manchester City play. The arm yeah. was next to his body. Mm-hmm. But it was shown in the camera, you know. Yeah. And it call. could is it no call, no call mm. inside of the box. That would have been a penalty for any other team, you know. So, it kind of bothers me that sort of stuff happening, and then people saying that Real Madrid is the one that get benefited. I don't know. I li- I leave it out for you guys, but
0: yeah, it was pretty. I think it was like, at least the match was even. I feel like it
2: yeah, was really Shout really out, great. shout out to Real Madrid's
3: um, defense for you know neutralizing Holland. Yeah,
0: he was, he was he really locked really up, up out there, man. Yeah, he wasn't moving very freely.
2: But really, um, I like it. At the end of the game, the players from Manchester City went and, and they showed respect to Real Madrid players, and then mm. Real Madrid players did the same thing. You know, uh, Halen and Vini they hugged each other. Uh, Halen and Courtois hugged each other. You know, yeah. uh, it was great. So I was it? it was so
3: was it a heated rivalry at one point, or they just play a lot and well, now they're just starting to gain respect? It's not for it's each heated. Other. I
0: think it's like just they've just both been so well. Real Madrid's been good forever. Man City's kind of new to the, to the block. But I think they just respect each other because they're always just usually the top teams in the end. Yeah,
2: ball recognizes ball, and that's beautiful to see, you know, respect always.
0: And then I have one more question on this game for you, Pedro. Um, What adjustments need to be made by each
2: squad to win the second leg at the Etihad and make the final? Well, um, obviously I want my Madrid to go to the final. I I think that's going to happen, you know. I think Real Madrid just has to have the same approach, you know, probably just little some changes right here and right there. Uh, not focus too much on Hallen. Mm-hmm. He's a dangerous guy. Obviously, they have to focus on him and stop him again. But they left that space for KDB to score mm-hmm. that uh, outside-of-the-box goal. So they have to take care of those players that are laying outside of the box. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure Cardinal Ancelotti saw it, and he's going to fix it. And then Pep, he has to find out what to do with Hallen because the way that Hallen was set up uh, in the game and the way he was stopped, if he does the same, Hallen is going to be useless again mm-hmm. you know the highest goal scorer this season and all competition is going to be usually he has to do something right. i don't know if he's going to put or? A positioning or probably uh adding julian alvarez uh mm. to the squad and, and and see what he can do with them you know as a false nine um we're gonna see what happens they're both really great coaches uh carlo Ancelotti is uh the biggest champions league winning coach in history and then pep guardiola is uh great coach uh the second coach with most trophies in history just behind sir alex ferguson mm-hmm. so they both have experience and they're both uh gonna change things for the next game
0: and then lastly um before we move out of uh champions league there is the other semi-final which we've been joking is kind of like the winners is going to end up losing in the end anyway but we, we got to cover it ac milan um an inter faced off in milan with the final score of
2: 2-0 going to enter pedro what was most surprising about this match well what was most surprising for me uh, from that game was not inside of the pitch on what happened in the game, but injured player, the dribbler from AC Milan, Rafael Leao, he suffered watching the game from the stand. Mm. I, I, I saw it on the TV. Uh, they pointed at him. He was just suffering. He felt that ha- tight hands, that he couldn't do anything, that he couldn't be on the pitch helping his team. Uh, Inter scored two mm. quick games that were enough to uh, sink – uh, AC Milan and I mean it's just that that's the kind of unfair thing that happens with injuries that uh, it's just unfair you can't predict them and it definitely causes an impact on the game and, but I'm pretty sure uh, with Leao the game would have been different you know um, Italian soccer is reviving again mm-hmm. you know you got two Italian teams facing on the semifinal right. uh, that's pretty great to see you know but still they're not at the level of the other two teams that right. are facing right. on the right. other side but still, I mean it's pretty nice to watch this game. Checo and Mitarijan. I don't know how to spell his name. Mm-hmm. They both scored the, the the two goals on the first eleven minutes. Wow. Uh that was really quick. Uh inter they're really um they're really hesitant mm-hmm. on wanting to get to the final. Maybe even try to win it. I don't think it's gonna happen, but we're gonna see. And then uh moving out of Champions League, we have to wait till
0: next week to hear. Um unfortunately the games will be not have happened before we so we're not going to get to cover the, who gets to the final. So you can reach us on Instagram at FC Hornet. We can talk to you about it. Yeah. Um, moving on, um, staying in soccer, though, uh, the quickly growing NWSL, the National Women's Soccer League, has added a new player to their San Diego club, a star in the making named Melanie Barcenas. She signed a three-year contract with the team, breaking the record for the youngest player to be signed in that league, a mark that had only been established earlier in the month of March by Chloe Ricketts of Washington Spirit. 15-year-old prodigy hailing from San Diego has been playing for the San Diego Waves FC Academy team since she was first appeared on their U-8 team and was leading scorer for their U-12 championship winning team in 2019 at the Far West President's Cup in Norco. In January 2022, she went to training camp for Mexico's U-17 national team. In April, she was selected to the initial roster for the United States U-17 national team for the CONCACAF tournament. That team would win the trophy, but Barcenas withdrew before games started due to an ankle injury. In February 23, she appeared in two exhibition games for that same U.S. national team. And at last, she made an appearance in the 72nd minute of the Waves 3-1 loss to Orlando Pride on April 29, becoming the youngest athlete to appear in an NWSL match at 15 years
2: old and 177
0: days. Pedro, what does Barcenas' play at this young of an age do for women's soccer as it continues to grow in popularity?
2: It helps. It helps uh, bring more attention to women's soccer, you know. Uh, I think having these young players get the opportunity to play in a professional level gives them more uh experience uh on the professional world and gives people you know more reasons to start watching uh women's soccer, you know. Uh I think having these young players this uh like like her um will help build up more Experience more, you know, bringing those names that people can start getting familiar with and start looking at them. Kind of like with with uh with men's soccer, you know, you mm. see these players uh from young age and then you see them shine and then you start following them. You know, the same thing is gonna happen with her. I feel uh she's having pretty good numbers and we'll see what's gonna happen with her in her career. Maybe she gets to the beach league. She goes to uh Europe. Who knows? You mm-hmm. know, that's why uh we're starting to follow them since they're young. Yeah. And then at fifteen years, one seventy-seven days.
0: Uh, how much younger do you think a player could be to play on a pro team, men or women? I mean, that sounds like a
2: record that'll probably stand for a while. Well, the last month, uh, Barcelona also put on a, a men player, Lamine uh, Jamal, uh, fifteen years old. Uh, he fifteen years old. He he started the, with the first team. You know, so we're oh, wow. seeing we're seeing oh, a lot of young 15, 15 Man, years wow. old. We're, we're seeing a lot of young teenagers start playing with the with the big teams. And this is kind of proven that teenagers already have the capacity, physical capacity, mentally they're getting their but physical capacity of playing with the professionals, with the more experienced players. And I think that's the right thing to do. Probably 15, I would say that's the limit. You know, I wouldn't put a 14-year-old freshman kid from high school to play with, I don't know, with Real Madrid or something yeah. like that. But um, that's – if you start putting these players from a young age, they start getting more experience with the professional world, more experience with the professional players.
4: I'm, I'm sorry, Pedro. I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Why? Isn't there an under seventeen league that someone at that age can play?
0: There is. They could, but if they're g- th- what we're saying is that if they're good enough, can, should they be playing with the pros?
4: Are they? Are they protested? Protested. Well, they have.
0: They have to, that's, that's what they're doing. They're seeing if they can. Uh,
4: yeah, why, why, why bypass the under-17? League? Like, I, I just I don't understand. Like, are you going to put your team's reputation
2: on the line for a 15-year-old? It's not putting the team reputation on, on the, like, all, all, the, all the way of the team. On him, you know, he's just gonna get to play with the big players, you know, get the experience, you know, be part of the squad. Obviously, he's not gonna be a starter. Yeah, but that's know.
4: what the under seventeen league does. Here's my league.
2: here's
3: my thing with that. You know, they're really talented. Don't get me wrong, but I think they're just a little too young. Remember, Freddie Adu? Mature maturity wise, just do much. no. These these players have been playing for so much longer. They can have all the talent in the world, but when it comes down to strategy and all that stuff. And these people are just as fast as them and stronger at 15, though. I mean, your body hasn't even fully developed at that age.
1: But, but mm-hmm. wait, is yeah. there an under 17 link for women's too? It's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Has, but I'm saying,
3: like, for a, I'm sure mean, she, she's a great player, right? But f- f- sig-
0: signing, signing has on U17 teams before she went pro, so it's like, but U17 teams at like 14, mm. so yeah. it's like. That's, should I think, she stay there? Or should she go to? I mean, she obviously got a three-year contract to the she's, go to the pros. She's gonna. I mean, yeah. And you no, know, if yeah. it pans out,
3: it pans out. But you know, most of these times, most of the time, it just doesn't work out because they're too young. They're too not. Young. They're but not strong young. enough.
2: But this is what I'm trying to say. You know, they're not being starters. They're not being put in every game. They just get those little minutes on this starting game. You know, so but is, that, get, is that wasting a roster spot?
3: It's
4: wasting roster spot and it's wasting money. Like. Plus
3: their skill overall like they're not they're not getting any game action so they're like slowly like you know how how can they learn
0: that's where I jump in with Pedro in the sense that it depends what you philosophically value do you think practicing with the big squad and playing little minutes is as valuable or more valuable than playing on a lesser squad but playing all the time like in like says as as a high school basketball coach myself that's a discussion we have almost on a daily basis Mm -hmm. Is like
4: so. Do you bring that? Do you do you have any fifteen year old male, female, whatever, uh, that's good enough to play in the pro, right now? My team, no.
0: No, that's not very common. That's not very you, common.
4: You being a high school coach, I've seen. I've seen have?
0: kids not. I don't know, about fifteen in basketball. is also different when you're going against guys that are like six eleven. Soccer, like height matters not. It matters, but not as much as I but feel like boss possibly. skill yeah, sure. Speed but skill set wise matters. But I have no sixteen year olds that could go pro,
3: especially a sport that's like sport like baseball, basketball. That's just not happening. Yeah. Hockey. No,
1: that's another thing. Is just like you say practice, right? Mm-hmm. It's like those little minutes, but they're also getting those minutes in in practice when they're doing like scrimmage games. That's like
0: that. that's you know why. Yeah, I mean? that's what we're saying. That's
2: what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, I yeah agree.
1: exactly. So. That's but another thing—that's
2: how they're. But it's different, you know. The the pressure that you feel in practice is not the same pressure right. that you feel in so a yeah. in a real game, you know. So, I don't know, but I'm in favor of this players getting minutes here and there, you know, so just they can get the experience, and when they get to the age, you know, they're gonna have already that experience and. Perform better, you know, for the team. Be up to
4: her, man.
0: I, Absolutely. I'm You're not better. a hater. Chase
2: yeah. your dreams. Yeah, chase your dreams. Yeah.
3: I just think 15 is a little too young yeah. to be able to be a star. Or, you know, she's playing. Succeed.
0: There's a there on. I don't know. Again, not that we're a journalist yeah. site, um, but using according to Wikipedia, she <laughs> yeah. she met uh, Alex Morgan at a Waves game when she was a kid, and now she's their teammate. Huh? How crazy? it's kind of crazy too, wow. right? Like she's the one she looked idol. up to her idol, and now they're teammates. You know, hopefully Morgan takes her under her wing. I hope they
4: make a Hollywood movie out of that. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. This this reminds me, and I'm going to date myself, but this reminds me of that movie from the the Disney movie, um, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Where that kid (laughs) breaks his hand and he goes uh, into the big leagues because he pitches like super fast.
3: Mm. Yeah, that that movie, yeah. Because also baseball back then, no one was really throwing. Like, I think he, a hundred he was throwing three? like 100. No one was yeah. really, besides Randy Johnson, no one was. Yeah, the, Roger Clemens. The maybe, Rocket. But, yeah.
4: but, you know, hopefully she gets to play and is the star of the the
3: league, the team. Plus, that was just a freak accident. Like, he had he no skill whatsoever <laughs> at baseball. He, he, broke, he yeah, just miraculously yeah, he played broke league He was and, horrible, right? On
4: yeah, yeah. the other hand, she's really good. And yeah. she doesn't. You know, a power to her. Right.
0: Mm. So, we'll, I think I can speak for the table. I think we'll be we'll be cheering for uh, Melanie. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, hopefully she does well. Yeah. yeah. And so her. um, we'll we'll see. We'll follow her career and see where she goes. Like Pedro said. Um, and then lastly, guys, we're gonna get into our debate topic. Um, this is one I kind of brought to the to the table. So the XFL is run by Dwayne the Rock Johnson and yeah. amongst others. Um, they have exciting rules like no PATs. So when you score a touchdown. You go for one point at the two-yard line. You go for two points at the five or three points at the ten. They also have an optional onside kick in the fourth quarter. So you can either kick the onside or you can play out a fourth and 15 from your 25-yard line and see how that goes. They even have legal double forward passes, which is kind of crazy. The XFL is entering their championship game this Saturday night. The matchup is between the Arlington Renegades and the D.C. Defenders. QB's Luis Perez for Arlington versus uh, Jordan Te'amu from D.C., we're both, we're both former highly touted prospects. In reality, that might be all we know about this championship game. The XFL playoff games averaged 576,500 viewers, which is pretty low. Um, the USL, rough. The USFL resembles the NFL in more aspects and is run by Fox Sports and Rupert Murdoch. The USFL's week three of games performed slightly better against the XFL playoff games, but still was only 598,250 viewers. The main problems are these two football leagues have very few marquee names and are competing against NBA and NHL playoffs for ratings. I've been on my soapbox with an idea for years before the XFL and USFL came back. A minor league for the NFL. Basically, my thought is NFL is king, so be content with being the prince. These spring leagues, instead of going up against the NFL with watered-down talent, should link up and have that backing. Especially with the two leagues already in place, you have the TV deals and infrastructure to play competitive games. Not sure we need the 16 teams that exist between the two leagues. Just do one league, 8 to 10 teams, 10 to 14 games, and two- or three-round playoff. Then each team has reserves who don't suit up. But as players perform, the NFL has access to pluck the main guys and put them on their practice squads. I don't think we need to assign, teams, assign like minor league teams to a specific NFL franchise because that would just bring more watered down than the leagues are already. My comparison is the G, G League of the NBA. Um, Wait. Quinn.
1: Wait. Dwayne The Rock Johnson Has an NFL league
0: <laughs> That's Yes Football <laughs> league Yeah he runs a football league He runs a lot He does Our a lot of football things Football league Jesus Yeah he runs a football league Yeah There's no <laughs> What?
1: Yes. Yeah. Does he He play? bought it off of Vince
0: McMahon he a, he back he a in play. the 90s. Yeah, he, he used to play. He played, he in, played in the NFL. Back in the he 90s. But no. he oh. was he, with he the, was on a practice squad Miami? team for like a week. But he played at the University okay. of Miami. Yeah. Oh yeah, the U. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, right. yeah. But yeah, so he has he owns a league and then Rupert Murdoch owns another league.
1: Like I can see him like doing his own wrestling league or something, but yeah. football.
4: Well, he he comes from a wrestling yeah, he, family, but he played football. He loves football. And he played in the Canadian Football League. Yes, that he did do.
0: But he's not but Canadian.
4: Oh, that's another story. Yeah, yeah.
0: But he, anyways, moral, but the moral of the story is it's not Sorry, succeeding. No, no, no. You, <laughs> that's fine. But he's, um, it's not succeeding. Let's put it that way. It was succeeding before COVID hit. I feel like, and then they try to restart it this year, and it hasn't gone well. Mm-mm. But Quinn, am I? Is my idea off my rocker, or you wanna, do you want do something else? You want to add, or?
3: No, I honestly think that's a great idea. You know, I think you know the NFL teams do have practice squad players. You know, every single team has practice squad i think you know allowing them to get some game action would be great you know mm-hmm. instead of just sitting on the bench or being at home because i don't think they travel practice with the squads, team they yeah, don't, they, don't suit up. they just practice mm-hmm. with the team throughout the week and you know they go back home um so i think you know giving them game action would be nice you know and i think there's some college stars that you know and wound up you know their career doesn't really get off to a great start or you know um and they end up eventually down the road just going jumping from practice squad to practice squad. Um, and I think it I think it would be a great idea. Um, the XFL, you know, I like the rules and I think the NFL should really adopt some of them. Yeah. I really like I really like the fourth and fifteen yeah, I do too. as as like a as like an onside kick kind of thing. I think that's great. I think the NFL should adopt that because it makes the game more exciting, you know, especially say, in a playoff atmosphere, you know? It would make the game really, you know, that much more exciting than it already is and yeah, like you said, just the main thing with the XFL and the the uh, USFL, there's not a lot of names. I know a lot of players. Yeah. Uh, I I'm more familiar with the XFL than I am with the uh, USFL. And I mean, come on. I mean, the best player that I see here, that I remember a lot from from college is Ruben Foster from Alabama. He Who had a lot it? of potential. You know, t- ran minutes. into some trouble and stuff like that. But. Mm, you know when Ruben Foster is you know the best player you know, <laughs> in your league. Yeah, <laughs> Corey Coleman, who was a bust. Bo Scarborough. Uh, Bo Scarborough, mm-hmm. who was should have been you know Derek Henry of some sort. You know, just it yeah. never panned out. You know, that Moss, you know, Randy Moss's son, but you know he never really Mm-mm. made himself of anything. Um, the co- the coaches are there, but it's just the the US,
0: big they have big name coaches. Yeah, they are not like. Successful head coaches, yeah, either former players or former, and that's players. why they're in the USFL, yeah. you know. <laughs> right.
3: So it's it's kind of just hard to watch. Like you know, I, I had finished watching the playoffs with my dad, and uh, you know the USFL was on. And we were just like ah, whatever. You know that's yeah, uh, that's no, uh, that's the average sports fan. You know that's like oh, am I what's on right now? Mm. Uh, okay, I'll just I'll just throw on Netflix yeah, well, or as, as a bartender you know?
0: at Lucille's. I just throw I just throw on XFL in the background. And, like I have no idea who's playing, what the mm. score is, what's happening. It's just. Oh, I, I got to put a sport on this TV. So I'll just throw XFL and that's probably have to and viewer. not to
3: mention um, <laughs> I also noticed that fans are upset about the how the XFL playoffs are ran because there's only there's only eight teams Right, right fans? and the four get in the four get in and it's t- the top two from each conference And I noticed that the who was it? Uh, Arlington made it and right they were like four and six. they were four and six. Wow. I Man. mean Oh okay. Like like Gerardo says, power to them, power to them. They made it yeah. you know at four and six, but I think that's a little absurd. You don't want to see that. I don't <laughs> no one wants
0: to see that, you know. Right, and you and got teams tough. like the St. Louis Battlehawks, which no one I say. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will yeah. say, Is that the I will fans? say like, all four of them yeah. all yeah. Fans? I will say PG I watched a,
3: I watched a little bit of that Saint Louis game against I don't know who I don't remember who it was. was it was San like Antonio? the worst team. It was like the the Brahmas or San something. San Antonio. Yeah Brahmas. It the fans showed it. up. Yeah, the the top the top deck was like blocked off. Like they didn't they didn't sell tickets for the top deck, but everything else it was completely packed. Yeah, and I was like, dang, you know those St. Louis fans miss football. Yeah. <laughs> they, miss football. <laughs> they,
0: they miss football there. So that's you another know. thing they can do is use it to like feel out where they want to expand. Yeah, <sighs>
3: yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So I don't know, Pedro. What do you think about this the Spring League? I know the Chiefs probably wouldn't pick anybody from here because huh. they're too good already. But yeah, I don't according know, to obviously. <laughs> obviously best team in the NFL.
2: But uh, going <laughs> to the XFL, I mean, I like the idea. You know, getting people uh, to still watch the sport. You know, uh, when the big teams are off the season. Um, it's pretty nice idea, you know, but I don't see it as serious. Right, you know? that's what see the it. it's thing more, is. It's more like an entertaining thing. It's more like watching a TV show, a movie, mm. you know. Uh, but, I mean, you get these players to actually perform what they like to do, you know, play the sports, uh, uh, although they didn't probably make it to the big leagues. I don't know if you guys have heard. I'm going to go a little bit on soccer with this. I don't know if you guys have heard about the Kings League from this uh, mm. Spanish uh, Twitch streamer, Ibai. He, he made a soccer league, too. Oh, wow. uh, and they're getting a lot of views in, in, in the stream, you know, and in Twitch. Uh, and I like the idea, you know, and they get to bring here and there some uh, players from the, the big teams, from the big stars. They brought Chicharito, they brought mm. Ronaldinho. Um, so the same thing with this, the XFL uh, that Dwayne, uh is doing. I like the idea, you know. I like P- uh, the fans to, uh getting to have something to watch when their teams are resting. mm mm-hmm. uh, but still it's not a serious thing i wouldn't like consider it as serious as the nfl or as the uh, the usfl i see are more serious you know like the second division of the mm-hmm. nfl i see it serious but you know that's my point on it i think uh, as a minor
0: league system i would put it up at the same time as the nfl because they're being the, they be under the same umbrella and you play their games on like Tuesday, Wednesday, or Fridays, like games days that the NFL doesn't own. You know what I mean? So you could have game more games, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they actually would play. That way, they can see them play. That's why I said like 12, 10 to fourteen games. So like their season ends right before playoffs, and if there's guys that performed, you could pick them up and put them on your team. Yeah. Can I get into this debate? Yes, yeah, so I was about to ask you next. I'm gonna record this because I appreciate everything you just say, but.
4: This is an actual debate right yes and i want to get into a debate with all of you guys especially specifically you jake okay. because you're the sports desk editor um i'm going to take a different route okay to what you said to what you said quinn said i, I respect what quinn said and i respect he Quint talked about the athletes mm-hmm. individually i'm going to talk about this, the 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 leagues mm-hmm. right here's what's going to happen the rock is a businessman mm-hmm. right the owner of the usfl is a businessman this has happened before Mm-hmm. Um, they've all sports, sports. Yeah, they've all. I think, before. I think you you know where I'm headed. Mm-hmm. The AFL absorbed mm-hmm. was absorbed by the NFL. The uh, ABA was absorbed by the NBA. Yeah, right. So a little bit of history on the XFL. XFL was owned by the WWE, mm-hmm. which was the WWF at the time. Vince McMahon. They had one season, right? Mm-hmm. And the they shared a million dollars in the on NBC.
0: China yeah, right,
4: right. Yep. 1999, right and then the league left and the NFL was the superior league. Correct. The, league, the rules are different and I agree with him on the, uh, they, they, they should absorb some of the rules. Right. What's gonna happen though, is the Rocket is definitely a businessman. Whatever the price he bought, he's gonna at least 10 times make the amount because it's gonna get absorbed into the NFL. Mm. Um, but that's what's gonna happen with the XFL, by the way. The XFL is gonna buy, is gonna, the NFL is gonna buy the XFL and they're gonna take in a lot of their players, maybe even um, expansion teams, right, for their divisions. So I don't. He's giving me that look. I don't believe you. I don't. Mar- I don't. I don't agree my word. with that well, at all. Because the
3: XFL, word. man, no XFL team could ever compete. But they're saying because you're, you're saying that they they're gonna buy the XFL and then they're gonna bring in like like their top like the man. top three teams. Those mm-hmm. top three teams, bro, would go at least zero and seventeen or one and sixteen.
0: They lose to the word. Well, I was even thinking of that aspect of it. You're right, but you don't think they will. I think I don't think they'll absorb it because if they absorbed it today, they'd lose money because it's losing money right now. Mm-hmm. Why would the Rock? I don't. I, the Rock because I think the Rock underestimated. He just went with his heart on this one because he loves football. Mm-hmm. The XFL is losing money. It's that's like that's. Proven like they're that's not. why it keeps failing. I mean, you look at the, that, the NFL it, is so
2: that's why the NFL is so king.
4: The right owner now. of the NFL wouldn't see that as an opportunity to buy low and do no, something. No, no be,
2: different levels, man. The one, the NFL, I
0: think the like, NFL, my, my pitch is the NFL would start its own minor league system using this model. Why models. haven't
4: they done it then? I mean, because been they,
0: because guess what? That's more insurance. That's more people to worry about. That's more people to keep under taps. The minor league idea is dangerous because it's more people they have to monitor and keep track of. When the NFL is just doing just dandy as it is right now,
4: yeah, it's a big corporation. Right?
0: I'm just thinking they're losing out on opportunities for like Quinn said earlier, college athletes that needed maybe a little more development or came out too early. So they're ready. gonna
4: use the XFL as a stopping ground. There's a
0: well, that's that's what if you look at the guys, the guys they listed for. These are all guys that were really good in the and uh, they're really good in college, or they played in the NFL for like a, a hot minute. And then we're out.
4: I don't know, man. I just, I, do you guys see yeah. HBO Ballers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With The Rock, right? Right. He knows his stuff. He yeah. knows what he's doing. He's played the game. I think, even as but. an agent on, the, on that show, like, he had that business acumen. He had that business mind. And I can't pass, The Rock's The rocks on a roll. not only, like, uh, as an acting role, but in a professional level. Right, right, I can't see way. him business he might wise be
1: on a roll, but that doesn't mean he, he can't has, make mistakes. like, those, like, yeah. yeah exactly. I, I, I get <laughs> what
3: I, I you're think saying, but, like, I get what you're saying, but it's just the product you put out, and the product to the natural eye is not appealing. And if it's not appealing, it's not going to. So what, not, is it,
4: what does it yeah. need? Does it need better teams? Does it, it need better, better, better athletes? Does
0: it need more fans? And it needs more better names, and it needs a different time period.
4: Better names, but not names only are only just that. the name. I think names are made, like, the NFL made these names the college leagues made these people. Right. The NFL famous. is such Why can't a, the XFL do it? It's
1: such a big brand and it's gone on for decades and mm-hmm. generations. It's hard so to start a new no when It just that someone's X- in it reminds Loss me actually like you know I, actually I survive, you. you know what I mean? Uh, there's think slightly, about I think about really your don't think, so. think
0: about your comparisons, right? It's the ABA and NBA. Yeah. Right? NBA took ABA it took mm-hmm. some teams in, right? Mm-hmm. When they were competing with each other, how popular is the NBA? At that time, it was pretty popular, right? Well, 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 no, uh, no, amongst not, both teams. Not, but I mean, sorry, among, not at that time. Neither of them were popular. I, I
4: guess the question I misunderstood. I thought you meant which of the two teams were the most popular. No, no, right? Yeah, no,
0: I sorry, mean, no. But like at that time, neither one was popular. No, right? They're both on tape delay. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. So then they're competing with each other. They're both not popular. Your other, um, what was your your other example was
4: the A, uh, the AFL and the NFL. Oh, AFL. The Super time, Bowl
0: at that time there was no super bowl in, well, those, they, in those days that, that was a there super was champ- bowl that was a super bowl yeah but those that sport wasn't popular either back then the difference is these are going against the most popular sport in the world well on its way well another the
4: example the ufc today. bought out the wwe right yeah. and both both teams they didn't need each other they were already doing individually
0: fine right that's that's like a link that's like a power like link up this is not You're a power think- link up because not these teams are not in power right now the nfl yeah. is king NFL is king in, yeah. in the United States, and the XFL and USFL aren't near it. So instead of trying to, like, compete with it out of – see, they're playing in the spring when there's no NFL, right? Like like Pedro said, Yeah, saying. there's no football. So they're trying to, like, feast on that market. But the problem is there's all these other sports that are way more popular and way more established. That's why I'm saying they should be playing alongside the NFL and go under that umbrella and be a minor league team, minor league system for that. That's why. What? I don't think you bring them in. I think you create one using their TV contracts they already have the rules and infrastructure they already have. Just like, my, I'm thinking of it like G League and NBA, right? Every NBA team has a G League team, which mm-hmm. I don't think we need to do that for the NFL. Mm-hmm. But they have teams, but you can still pick off players from each G League team and sign them to a two-way contract. Same thing like um, Major League Baseball and minor leagues. They have that system, again, you don't need that many teams in football because there's so many, there's not that many great football players, as much as we want to say there is. I feel I feel like right? they,
4: I, I presented the idea a little wrong. I. I was more ch- cl- uh, cloud chasing on my phone because <laughs> I was trying to record it. But I feel like or right, first of all, like the ex of um, football in general and the, pra- the practice of football is just crucial. Right. It's re- real crucial. It doesn't compare to like the, ML- uh, the MLB or right. the NBA. Right. I think they are. I think there are more football players that are worthy of the NFL. Mm. We just don't have that.
0: There's nowhere to put them. Right here, bro. <laughs> right here.
4: Expansion team. This is the what the NFL needs.
0: Yeah, but how many guys? That's they need 25 to, guys. 22 20 players.
3: Re- There's a reason why they're in this league this in list. the first place. Yeah, if they the were reason, good enough, they'd be in the NFL. The,
4: no, I don't think it's because they're not good enough. I think it's because the NFL is already at its capacity. They, they, they just drafted the scouts, the scouts drafted yeah, and week? then 256, yeah, but they're, they're, right? Yeah, Somewhere but that's around. a money issue now. They're drafting from the college, from college because it's a money issue. These guys, well, there's a, they, there's they're, a they're limit. They're there's always, already. there's always
3: limits. So there, it's never going to be an issue with players. There's always a limit. There's what is it? 50, if it's 53 men on one roster, mm-hmm. 10 people, on and and 10 f- people on practice squad. That's. It, that's it you can't go over it uh, you can't be on There's only it. so many
0: people they could put mm-hmm. so might as well make a minor league system well that's
4: what i'm saying like instead of the minor league system bring them up to bring these teams expansion teams but then Cities. and
0: then we're gonna really sit and watch 40 teams in the nfl play each other <laughs> when like 25 of them are gonna be dog extent, i'm sorry extent, but this, this is, is not part. soccer man expand again, do you think the
1: the people leaf? are gonna even like watch the football minor league. Yeah, that, that, that raises no. a good point. That raises a good it point.
0: But it gives in. No, that's the same boat we're in. But at least it gives incentive for better players to hey, I didn't make the NFL. Let me get to the minor league teams. I can try to get picked up. These guys, their season's gonna end in May, and then what happens?
4: Yeah, but then what happens to the draft? And what happens to? You still get drafted. No, yeah. I would think about think about the minor leagues in baseball. They get paid shit. Yeah. They get paid shit. Well,
3: it's all a dream, right? Well, that's that's especially think about it. MLB, when you get drafted, there's how many rounds are there in the MLB? I mean, you got to think about that first round compared to a, a 60th round pick. Of course, the 60th round pick is gonna get paid like crap. But a first-round pick, they still they still get most over a million dollars so in signing bonus. So there's that. I mean,
4: what a million dollars was
0: thirty years ago, though. What's up? That's a fancy. We got yeah, a finance yeah, podcast yeah, finance,
4: on that. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
3: still, I mean, of course, like most of the minor league guys are going to get paid like crap. Plus, it's really hard to make it to the major leagues in the mi- in, in baseball. It's really hard to make
0: it. I think yeah, money's part of it, but I think at the end of the day, it's doable. I think it's
4: evil. I don't know. All I'm saying is Montana needs a football team. Okay. All I'm saying is North Dakota needs a football team. We're gonna team. go to North Dakota and watch <laughs> football team play. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: All right. All right. So what well, guys. Well good to be. I'm glad I'm it's good to get challenged though for once, yeah. you know, I have instead of us all agreeing on something. Yeah. So again, that, that will about do it for this episode of the Around the Hornet podcast. You can interact with the show by DMing topics you like us to cover and share our hot takes on, of course. You can do all of this by following us on both Instagram and Twitter at FC Hornet. You can find all Around the Hornet episodes on fchornetmedia.com, Spotify, or anywhere you normally listen to podcasts. Be on the lookout for our last episode of the semester next week, where the team will discuss how the Lakers finish round two, and hopefully we get to preview a Western Conference Finals. For Quinn, Pedro, Sarah, and Gerardo, this has been your host, Jake Rhodes, and we are signing off. <laughs>